Welcome to episode 17 of Your Town Crime. Every week, at the end of the episode, we throw a dart on a map of the United States to find out what town we're going to research next. This week's town was Hancock, Maryland. It's a pretty small town, but there's plenty of things to talk about tonight, and we have a lot of fun doing it. Stay tuned to the end of the episode to find out if the next week's episode will be your town. I'd like to thank podbean.com for helping get our podcast out there. And as always, thanks to podbelly.com for helping us learn how to make a podcast. Uh, go visit those websites. Also visit us online. You can link to all of our socials on our website at yourtowncrimepodcast.com. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hey Shannon, how's it going? It's going good, Jason. <laughs> you weren't ready, were you? I was not ready. Hit <laughs> the record button and just surprised her. Uh, episode 17, Hancock, Maryland. 17. I feel like I say this every week. Yep. We're going to keep saying it every week. Oh my God, 17. Okay. We get to 50, we'll be like, what? This is crazy. <laughs> it's, uh, it's neat seeing it grow every week, uh, every month. Month to month, we've had three months that have finished. <laughs> no, right? Four. Four. Mm -hmm. Wow, math, Jason. <laughs> it's simple. January, February, March, and April. <laughs> April was bigger than March, just barely. Yeah. There's a lot of growth from uh, January to February. Do y'all care about this? <laughs> Maybe. Know, we, we like it, <laughs> but we're growing, and uh, it's pretty neat to see that. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for telling your friends. Um, you go to Taco Bell, think about us, because we talk about it all the time, and I want to talk about it again, because I went tonight, because I was thinking about the podcast. Uh, I've uh, hypnotized my, no, not, that's not the right word, right? What is it? Uh, brainwashed myself. Yes. When I think about the podcast, I was thinking about Taco Bell. Oh, my God. It was like, I'm going to get some Taco Bell tonight. I haven't had any in a while. So, Taco Bell, if you're listening, yeah. Send sponsor us. us. Yeah, sponsor us. Give us some money, something. And if you go to to uh, to, uh, to Taco Bell, think about us. You're gonna think about us next time. You are. You're gonna do it. This I just, is uh, brainwashing. I just brainwashed you. And when you think about us, and you're sitting in the car, if you got friends and family there, tell us about the podcast. How about that? <laughs> That'll work. Brainwashing our fans, our listeners. Yeah, you can become friends. I don't know if that, how, that, how that'll work if I can. I'm not that good of a brainwasher. <laughs> All right. Okay. So what's new? What have you done this week? I have worked in my shop building a cabinet for one of my friends who's a barber building a, a barber station this one's about uh, seven a little over seven and a half foot long it's got four doors and a bunch of drawers and anyway outlets okay. for clippers and all that kind of stuff it's pretty neat got that's cool built-in uv lamp and all kinds of stuff so custom cabinetry i don't do that for a living i can't i don't have <laughs> enough time to do it what I'm doing, so, uh, but it's a, uh, it's a lot of fun. So I I spent all weekend that doing cool. that. Uh, stopped long enough to have a baseball game and go to church and do all that kind of stuff. And yes, 
worked on it today and stopped to come do the podcast. So <laughs> I know. I life is so up. crazy, but it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It is. And you've got some big stuff going on, right? Yep. Just working. Um, going to take over a classroom for the remainder of the year. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yep. And so I might need your custom. Uh, you can make I, me some custom bookshelves. I will not get that done by the time school's over. <laughs> I mean, not this year. This year, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, so you're a teacher. Like yeah. A real life teacher. A real life teacher. Doesn't everyone want to be a teacher? Is it, <laughs> uh, a lot of people do. Is it real life or real life? Real, real life. Real I said real life and you said real life. No, I think I meant to say real life. Okay. <laughs> With an F. <laughs> it just came out. I think I'm just nasally and it nah. sounded weird. Yeah, pollen yeah. is everywhere. What's happening in the world? Anything? I've been out of the world. Yeah. This week. I've just been baseball and cabinet. Mm. All right. So I did see that Bill, today, that Bill and Melinda Gates are getting a divorce. Okay. So let's speculate. Yeah. Why? Why do you think? Ooh. Is it because he is going to try to bring in this world, uh, one world power and Melinda, is that her name, Melinda? Bill and Melinda Gates. She, yeah. Foundation. She's like, no, Bill, let's not do that. I don't know. Could it be? <laughs> huh. 27 years they were married. 27 years. That takes something. She's about to get paid. Yeah. Unless she signed. Will she be, will she be, uh, will she be richer or more wealthy? I guess you're not rich when you're a billionaire. She will be wealthy. <laughs> her great, 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 great grandkids will be wealthy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Unless she signed some sort of prenup thing. Because he would have been rich 27, 27 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, he, he built was, Microsoft, yeah. right? Yep. Did I make that up? No, you didn't. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if they would have had a prenup 27 years ago. He probably, that, if he's that smart, he would have. But maybe not. I don't know. Who would be more, expen- more wealthy, her or Bezos's, uh, Ooh. Bezos? Bezos, don't you think? I don't know. That's like a hot commodity. Like she she got a divorce and became a billionaire. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's, Unlucky that's wild. for him. Yeah. He's still a billionaire. <laughs> I know, but that's still. That's crazy that two people are billionaires from one, like, they just split and they're still, they still had enough bill, billions to be billionaires. Yeah. I'm still confused, though, why Bill Gates Gives us, like, medical advice and stuff. Well, he's just got so much money, he can get into anything. That's, I mean, I can't. <laughs> you got to speak, Shannon. Shannon says, that's crazy. But it, he's got enough money that he can ask questions and have somebody find out the answers. I guess that's what he's thinking. Like, hey, we have this problem. We put our mind to it. Maybe we can fix it. And I've got yeah. a lot of money. Here's some money. Let's get some good minds on this and try to fix it. Listen, Bill Gates does not care about us. <laughs> and, well, maybe he can make some money during, doing it, too. He might. I don't know. Isn't he trying to build... It Doesn't he want to put something in the atmosphere to keep uh, solar uh, so that we water won't evaporate, which would cause other problems? I don't know. I haven't heard that. Um, I haven't. I'm going to Google that. that. I'm going to fact check myself because sometimes I like to make up stuff. And then I. <laughs> <laughs> well, billionaires, I mean, they, I don't know. We all think of them as being uh, 
being like the uh, the villain, the evil villain billionaire on on uh, Bond or something like that, 007. But you know, they got a lot of money; they can get a lot of things done. Elon Musk is like, hey, I think this is pretty cool. I'm gonna try to do this, and he gets the people involved and pays them lots of money. And I guess I don't know somebody. Uh, Somebody might be saying he doesn't pay him enough and he does this and that and breaks up unions or whatever. But anyway, that's a different story. He, uh, They can get things done. They got a lot of money. Money speaks and money gets things done. Okay. I'm not sure about what I just told you, but it may not have been Bill Gates. But someone, some billionaire, <laughs> someone let us know. I'm, I read that somewhere that someone's trying to, some somebody with a lot somebody of money lot of, yeah, some, is trying to put something in the atmosphere to keep water from evaporating to help us with uh, energy. Wow. Hmm. And I'm, heard that one. I'm pretty sure it was Bill Gates. Maybe but, I'll look into it and see what, what's up with that. But when I Google it, it says Bill Gates drinks water distilled from human feces. So there's that. And you trust all, this guy. All the time. <laughs> Or like he, no, he, he did, has he developed, did, he, he has developed. been involved in something that, that did ultra filtration or something. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Here, full disclosure. I've been to conventions for my, for the utility industry, for water and wastewater, where they talk about, or they have beer that has been made from uh, the water in it from ultra filtrated wastewater plant effluent. And in some states they're using that, they're sending Ugh. that wastewater effluent it's just water back to the back to the water it's plant. It's just water. It's fecal water. Well, <laughs> fish poop in your water that you drink. I know it's all part it of up. the water cycle. I know, but right. we clean ugh. up the cow poop. We clean up the fish poop. We clean up the turtle poop, and and there might even be some human poop in there. I don't know. Somebody poops in the creek. We get the water. <laughs> and if you live in a big city on a river, somebody's putting their wastewater back into that stream, back into that river. And then you're pulling it out and getting fresh water from it. I like to just think that we're drinking yeah. rainwater fresh from well, the sky. Well, where we're at, we're, <laughs> we're, we're the only, uh, the source of our water is from a creek and from a spring in our little small town. And, and the, the start of that creek isn't far outside of town. So it's pretty fresh. There's nothing, there's no factories, there's no, there's not enough, there's not a lot of pollutants. There's some farmland and stuff like that, but it's just it's pretty cl- pretty clean. Just Billy Bob at the Duck Park. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know it's not that bad. But you go to like Nashville, that's pulling out of the the river. They've got wastewater plants, you know, that's effluents going into the to the river all the time. So yeah, well, a lot of a lot of scary stuff being talked about right now with uh, PFAS and it's uh pharmaceuticals and all that kind of stuff going into the river going oh. through our bodies and into wastewater into the river there's also phosphorus and nitrogen that's causing algae blooms in the gulf of mexico so there's all that kind of stuff going on and it's because of us and because of our waste our wastewater and uh it's not helping anyway Ugh. we're fertilizing algae blooms so anyway that's uh, a <laughs> Okay, back to Bill Gates. Back to Bill Gates. Sorry. So maybe that's what it is. He's <laughs> drinking ultra-filtrated wastewater. Fecal water. And Melinda was like, Bill, this is gross. <laughs> like, I'm over this. <laughs> I can't be with someone who's going to drink Poop feces. Water. Oh, nice. So that's where you're going with that. I took this off on that, that, uh, that water, wastewater. 
industry break and you're like, no, nah, I just want to make a joke about it. <laughs> she doesn't want to marry somebody that drinks poop water. I mean, who does? Way to class this joint up. <laughs> that's, that's great. I don't know. I, I, I wonder if it's something like super scandalous like Epstein's. Ooh, Epstein but, Island, like yeah. Bill and Melinda were on there and he got or caught. She wasn't, but he was, and she just found out about it. Ooh. This is all just speculation. This we, Mr. Gates, we, we don't know. We're just, we're just having fun. But don't believe this at all. It's not true. Please don't say this. Oh, there's other people that totally think that. Probably. There's no, no telling what happened, but. We'll find out. Yeah, isn't that Soon weird? Enough. We're going to find out why they got divorced. Yeah, and really, I don't even care. We can <laughs> <laughs> what if it's the poop poop water theory? <laughs> that would be Pans amazing. <laughs> Shannon, you were right. I called it. <laughs> you don't care. We we care a little bit. I don't know why we care though. I think that's weird that we care what somebody why somebody's getting a divorce or like we need to know the scoop. Yeah, but it is sad. They probably have kids. It's probably not a great situation. I would do that in our our own towns and our own circles if you got. If you're in a big city, you still know so-and-so's getting a divorce. Well, why? You don't want to know. Everybody's in everybody's business. So if you're a millionaire, billionaire, we're going to be in your business too. So what is their foundation? What do they do? I don't even know. Should I know? I mean, I've heard of them, and I've, I just can't remember. So I don't know. Um, Global health and early childhood education. See, that's why he's trying to fix us. That's why he's trying to get us. Let's vaccinate in global health. Mm-hmm. So, all right. <laughs> well, let's move on. I believe that's enough ranting and raving and poop for today. <laughs> okay, Hancock. What did you find, Jason? What did I find? It's a it's an old town. I, I want to start with one of the most interesting things I found. I've never really thought about Maryland much. Baltimore is in Maryland. You know the. You know, you hear the Mason-Dixon lines up around there somewhere. Uh, Washington, D.C. is right there in Maryland and Virginia. But Maryland's, it, it's weird. The shape of it's weird. And I've never really looked at it. Like, I knew that. I knew it was, had a little peninsula. Or not a peninsula. That's not what I meant. Um, panhandle mm-hmm. area, I guess. I don't even know if they call it that. But in Florida and Texas, that's what they call it. In Oklahoma. So, anyway... It turns out that where Hancock, Maryland is, it's the thinnest section of Maryland. There's only two miles that separates West Virginia from Pennsylvania. So Maryland is so thin in that area, it's just two miles wide. Hmm. I didn't think about that either. I know. You just don't think about that. Hmm. Maryland, and you think, why did that not get absorbed by West Virginia or Pennsylvania? I don't know. There's some story there that I didn't get into. It didn't find. It didn't pop up uh, in anything. But... uh, but that's interesting. Um, that there's only two miles that separates West Virginia and Pennsylvania, and it's the state of Maryland. Hmm. So I d- would think that would be a lot bigger. Yeah. So we could run across there in 20 minutes. You could <laughs> run across there in 20 minutes. I used to be able to do that. <laughs> I'm not now. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, you Something could. Something was chasing me. You could run that in 20. We could get it in like 16, 10. 15 I don't something. Know if I can do 20 right now. I know that's very, very slow, but I'm, I'm a big boy right now. <laughs> I'm a big boy and I haven't run in a while. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> uh, I'm, t- I'm serious. Twenty. I know that's slow as far as running goes, but I'm going to be slow right now. All right, so uh, the population is only 1,500, so it's a small, small city in Washington County. And since it's a small city, you don't find out much about it. You have to kind of dive, and you have to go to several different sources to find things and to find the whole story. A lot of times you go to you go find all these different things, and then you end up going to Wikipedia, and, like, Wikipedia's got it all right there for you. Nice and neat. You're like, well, I should have just came here first. <laughs> so, uh, but Wikipedia didn't have anything, so I had to go uh, go find some other stuff. Um, but it's incorporated, and... I went to, uh, I'll just tell you this right now, and I'll put it in the show notes also, WashingtonCountyHistoricalTrust.org. Um, and, um, you know, I got, I got a lot of stuff from there uh, and some other things, and I'll also uh, tag those in the uh, show notes, link those, uh, so you can go read more about it. Uh, I kind of just pulled out the big stuff. It was incorporated in 1853. It's on the Potomac River, and right across the river is West Virginia. Um, and just to the north is Pennsylvania, like we talked about. Um, the main street, um, it has the old brick buildings, just old like federal style buildings on both sides. And there's a, a nice landscape sidewalk on both sides. And looking at Google Earth, it looks pretty nice. It looks, the, the, the streets look nice. Uh, the buildings, you know, a lot of older buildings with some newer buildings and some of the older buildings have new, new or newer 20, 30-year-old kind of modernizations to them or something for the storefronts and things like that. It's just kind of a normal small-town downtown where there's old buildings, there's new things. Uh, It looked like most of the buildings had stuff in them. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just a nice nice little main street. Um, The Native Americans used this spot, the spot where Hancock is, uh, for a ford across the Potomac River. Uh, There's just a crossing that, that they could walk across and walk their their animals across whatever they needed. The first settlers came, and uh, European settlers, in 1732, and they built some huts in the area. It was known as the Tonalawe Settlement. In, the eight, in 1749, uh, Joseph Hancock arrived. So now we know where the town got its name. Mm. Old Joseph Hancock, he came in, and he laid out the town, and then he said, we're going to name it Hancock. <laughs> Because, you know, I did all this work, so we're going to name it after me. And I guess they said, okay. They built a Baptist church in 1752. Uh, That's when it was founded. It was twice destroyed by Native Americans. And um, because I'm sure they weren't happy with people being here. And a lot of skirmishes going on. 1752, that was a while back. Um, They built a brick structure in 1802, and that still stands. But it's now in Pennsylvania. Just up the road, uh, there's a Pennsylvania Avenue, not to be confused with the the famous one in Washington D.C. It's not that one, but or another the, or the one on the Monopoly board. Oh yeah, or that one. <laughs> Definitely don't confuse it with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's just up the road, uh, Pennsylvania Avenue, and uh, I think it was Thompson Road or something like that. And it's on Google Earth if you want to find it, but it's on the opposite side of the pen. It took me a second to find it. I was like, that's not. That's not it. It's supposed to be a brick brick building. And I looked on the other side of the street, just down the road a little bit. Of course bit. you did. I was like, there, there it is. 17, and they've got the 1752. I just imagine you at night being like, 
Google Earth. Take me <laughs> to Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> I just did that. It didn't take long. <laughs> I found it. I enjoy that stuff. I also <laughs> went, I'm going to talk about it here in a second. I, I spent a little time on Google Earth on this one just to find things. <laughs> It's, it's, you can learn so much. <laughs> I know. We're going to have to you start been, doing that. You popped on Google and, and found <laughs> out about George. George. So you found out about uh, Bill Gates uh, <laughs> drinking poop. So, you know, I can yeah, just imagine you just laying awake at night in your bed, you know, Googling about people drinking poop. How's well, that? <laughs> except yours is reoccurring. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like to learn. I like, I have useless information. Nobody else. Now you all get to hear it <laughs> and hear me get it mixed up. Um, all right. So where was I? Google Earth. Yeah. You can find it. <laughs> you looked, but then you had to turn the other way. Well, it was down the road. It was, okay. and, and it was back down the road a little bit, too. Okay. Like, this isn't, yeah. Somebody, <laughs> somebody messed up. I need to, need to fix it. Contact them. <laughs> I need to contact Google, Google right now. <laughs> All right, so Bill, I know you're busy right now. Yeah. <laughs> you're going through a divorce, but yeah, yeah. I don't think Bill has anything to do with Google. <laughs> he might. He I has mean, everything to do with Twitter sure and Microsoft. I'm and sure he <laughs> can get a hold of somebody at Google for sure. Okay, so something else you can see on Google Earth is the CNO Canal, which we've talked about. The uh, what was the one up in Rome, New York? The Erie Canal, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, we talked about it in the room. Have we talked about any more canals? I don't think so. I feel like we had, but anyway, there's a we're doing it right now. There's a CNO canal. It's the Chesapeake and Ohio Canal. That's what the CNO stands for. It uh it was started around Washington DC back back a little earlier. There was kind of some canals built there. Uh but then in eighteen twenty five, James Monroe, he signed the bill that started construction on the entire uh, CNO Canal, and um, it it went from 1825 to 1850. Um, in the meantime, it we'll talk about some things. It was 184.5 miles, six six hundred and five foot of elevation change. There's 74 locks, 11 aqueducts. Mm. I thought that was crazy. Hmm. I saw some pictures of the some a couple of the aqueducts, like they built a waterway over. Over like ditches and, and gullies and and I thought that was crazy. I was like, wow! I, I, in in the eighteen hundred, you know, eighteen twenty five. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought that just baffled me that they spent all this time and money doing building the canal then and doing all that work. So there's a there's also a three hundred or excuse me a three thousand one hundred and eighteen foot Paul Paul tunnel. So they, and that's close to the end. They built this big tunnel. Uh, Spent all that money for a canal to put water through. And this thing, let me tell you, it's also called the Grand Old Ditch. This is another <laughs> reason why I'm like, really? They did all this for this canal? Like, the boats, some of the boats that they used, the gondolas were 60 foot long by 10 foot log rafts. 10 foot, this thing, like, there's parts of this thing I swear I could, like, lay across. Like, feet to stretch out my hands, and I could be, I could, and it looked like I could jump across a couple of places. It was so small, so narrow, I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't believe it. There's also some boats called the Sharpers, and they were 60 foot long and uh, seven foot wide, and they were flat bottom. And they were only used during high water days, which was only about 45 days a year. 
and the max boat length was 90 foot. So it's just these big, long, narrow boats going up and down this little canal, or just pretty much just going down. They said when they got to the bottom, to the end, they would just, uh, like the, the, the log rafts, that some of them, that they would just uh, sell them for lumber and walk back. <laughs> so 184 miles. So Good night. I thought that was wild. That cost, is wild. I saw two different prices for it. They, I guess it was estimated to cost $22 million, but they only spent $11 million. But I, I don't know. I, I couldn't find the cost of it. Um, and and the, I didn't go too far. So there's, I'm sure it's out there, but I didn't find it. If you all want to let me know, uh, you can. Um, it goes to D.C. Uh, and it, Back in the day, it went through what's now the National Mall. It went right up to the front of uh, Capitol Hill. But, of course, that's not there anymore. You can still see some parts of it in Georgetown. You can find that on Google Earth. And you can also find, I found this on the Google Earth also, <laughs> is the uh, the lock keeper's house. That's um, right, it's real close to the World War II Memorial on uh, 17th Street mm. uh, in Constitution Avenue. So you can see it, and it'll pop there, pop up there. If you if you uh, zoom in to the World War II Memorial um, around that area, it'll, it'll pop up there. So it's a, uh, it kind of stands out in the building. The building does. So the next time I go to DC, I'll definitely notice it. Okay. Because I'll go to the World War II Memorial. My granddad's buried up there. Oh, really? In Arlington. So okay. uh, we went up there. The last time I was in DC was for his funeral in '09. And, uh, you know, of course, that World War II Memorial was someplace that we wanted to go. Yeah. So every time I go to DC, I will go by there now. So I'll be sure to stop by the lock keeper's house. So like I said, it was uh, completed in 1850, and when it was completed, the railroad had been in the area for about eight years. Um, so they were like, oh, we think we see the writing on the wall. This, this is going to maintain forever, so we're not going to extend this any longer. We're just mm-hmm. going to stop. So uh, it still, the canal still was used for to transport coal a lot and uh, other, other goods and other things that were mined, rock, sand. Uh, like a lot of the, a lot of the bricks and things that they needed uh, for the locks and in the construction, they made on the way. Hmm. Like that's just wild to me. They made the stuff. They just you know they would mine what they needed, uh, build kilns and do whatever and and make the stuff on the way. So they would after they got it built, the those businesses stayed in business and sold bricks to to DC, I guess, and and sand and concrete and whatever else. So. Uh, so it, it, it kind of boomed in the 1870s, uh, but then, uh, and it was also cheaper than railroad at that time. Then after that, uh, railroads got bigger, railroad engines, excuse me, got bigger and they had air brakes and it was just easier to transport and they could do it cheaper. So the railroads kind of took over and they closed the, uh, closed the canal in 1924. And now, uh, now it's a walking path. Like I followed it to see where it went, and it was going right next to the Potomac River most of the way, but the Potomac's shallower than I thought it would be up around Hancock. Uh, so, uh, but it's it's a nice, there's a bike trail and hiking trails, and you can pretty much follow it for, I don't know how far, but, you know, you can follow it for a considerable amount of time. So it's, it'd be a great place to, you know, if you live there to run. Mm-hmm. So uh, So that's neat. But uh, that's uh, kind of all I've got with Hancock. Small you know, town. It's a small town. Uh, didn't really see a lot of history after 
after 1924. Were there so. any notable people, like famous? Um, I shouldn't really. say notable because there is a lot of not- notable people. There was like four people listed, and I didn't write any of them down. So. Okay. Uh, but let me let me just go back and check real quick and see if I missed anybody. Um, well, there's the baseball players. There's always baseball players. Ike Powers. Uh, he played two seasons for the uh, Philadelphia Athletics from 1927 to 1928. Um, Richard Sutherland was U- U.S. Army Lu- J- Lieutenant General. He served. He served as General Douglas MacArthur's Chief of Staff during World War II. So oh. he's going to be in the history books. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm positive I have heard his name. I just don't remember it because I remember. I've seen enough things about MacArthur that I've I've had to have heard his name in a documentary or something. And you said there was one more? Yeah, there's one more. Uh William Swan uh was the first US drag artist. Drag so, artist? Drag artist like Ru- RuPaul. So okay. Fun. There's that. So uh let's see. I don't have anything else. Uh really um I did Look it up. There's some things. The trail. There's a there's a museum there on the town. The the CNO Canal Museum is in town. Uh, so if you want to go there uh, and check that out, you can find out more about the canal. You can also see the canal uh, and walk up and down it and and take trails and and uh, guess if you want to want to, you can walk from West Virginia to Pennsylvania. Yeah, we could run across there. Goal. Take you, take you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so right. what what do you got, Shannon? Okay, so like one, you said, this two was... Two kids in this one? I mean, there's kids, but not not being victimized, no. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a break on that one, and me yeah, too. That, that's been pretty rough. I was thinking about that the other day. We're fixing to have... Uh, we're having a baby this month? Yeah. And I was putting my boy to bed the other night, and I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, this is... I just... I need a Could break. Could you imagine? I mean... I... I yeah. It's awful. I mean, I was mm-hmm. just holding him tight and thinking about that and thinking about the parents and just everything. And uh, if you've been through something like that, I truly, truly deal. Do my heart goes out to you. And, uh, ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just rough. You're not supposed to bury your kids. No. You're not supposed to. No. And it's this way, you're not supposed to. No. People aren't supposed to treat anybody like this, much less kids. No. I just don't see how people could be so mean to innocent little kids or even old people um, who can't defend themselves. It's just, yeah. Just none of this makes sense to me. None of this. And that's why we said it it several times. This is why we look into it. This is why we're interested because we're like, wow, really? Somebody, what makes people do this? Some deep. Go get help. Go talk to somebody. Find some other way to get your, get your, Jolly's off or get your anger out besides killing somebody. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So what I found was Elizabeth Rose McAllister was an 81-year-old self-sufficient lady who lived alone in Hancock, Maryland. And on, oh, good. I thought you were going to say Elizabeth Rose McGowan. (laughs) No. (laughs) I didn't know that was her first name, Elizabeth. No, McAllister. It it is a really pretty name though, Elizabeth Rose McAllister. It is. I kind it's kind of sounds like a like a movie star. Yeah, Rose McGowan, but like I said, yeah. But anyway, okay. So 
But on May 19, 2016, Elizabeth spoke with one of her five daughters on the phone before she was brutally murdered in her home. Earlier that day, her great-niece, Crystal Stanley, had sent a text to Elizabeth. So she's 81, and her great-niece sent her a text to see if she could come by to talk to her about her grandmother. So are you following me? Yeah. Okay, about her grandmother, who was Elizabeth's sister. Later that night, Crystal and her boyfriend, whose name is Jerry Smith, and I'm going to call him Smith. Crystal, yeah, His name's not as nice as Elizabeth yeah, Rose. No, and he's not nice. And Elizabeth Rose, 81 years old, and she was texting? Yes, she Good was texting. Yeah, she was with it. Yeah. Yeah, so later that night, Crystal and her boyfriend, Smith, came to visit Elizabeth at her home. Unbeknownst to Elizabeth, though, this was all pre-planned to rob her with her to rob her money and her jewelry so they could afford to get out of Dodge and the reason why they were trying to get away is because they were both wanted for multiple probation violations. This is say that again. Is her niece? Yes, this is and her great Smith. niece and her the niece's boyfriend, boyfriend Smith. Smith. Yeah. Right. So Crystal and Smith had a multiple probation violations and they thought in their head hey let's go rob my 81 year old grand aunt who has money potentially and jewelry and let's get out of town you know i don't know why i thought this but when you said they went to visit that night Uh i was thinking well that's nice Uh, (laughs) but why (laughs) would i be thinking that in a true crime story i know but elizabeth thought it was i know I know. It is really sad. And just to think that your family could, you know, it's just, it's like you said, it's just we can't wrap our heads around people who are this sick. So the couple arrived at Elizabeth's house in Crystal's grandmother's truck. So she was also driving her grandmother's truck, which is Elizabeth's sister. Crystal and Smith tried knocking on the door several times with no answer that night. Finally, after calling out for Elizabeth, she answered the door. So, I don't She could have been just like watching TV, you know, being older. She may not have heard. Once inside the door, Crystal grabbed her great aunt Elizabeth while Smith tied her arms and hands with duct tape. They interrogated Elizabeth about where her purse was located. Upon grabbing her purse, they poured it out taking all the checks and the credit cards, trying to find everything in there. And that strawberry candy in the red and green wrapper? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) You know there's some more of the originals or something in there. You know there was. All right, go on. Okay. The couple then duct taped Elizabeth's mouth shut. Once she was fully apprehended, Crystal went into Elizabeth's bedroom targeting all the jewelry. According to Crystal, when she went back into the living room of the house, Elizabeth was where Elizabeth was located. She decided to go back to the truck because they, of course, brought dogs with them. What? <laughs> yes. <Hold on>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know I took you off guard there. Yeah, like, well, just... They brought dogs, multiple dogs with them because... They were going like, to yeah, like get out of town. We're going to get out of town. So they're going to take the dogs with them. So this the dogs won't be a were at all. <laughs> the dogs were barking and creating a lot of chaos. So Crystal said she went back to the truck to calm them down, and she was done. She's got the cash. She's got the credit cards. She's got the checks. She's got the jewels. She's out. Smith is still in there, and she told police that he was only in there for five minutes. 
which I doubt, and I'll explain that in a second. So, she, Smith was still inside the house with Elizabeth for about five to ten minutes before returning to the truck. Once Smith entered the truck, Crystal noticed that he had blood on his shirt. Didn't really, I mean, like, that's kind of it. He She just noticed it. She didn't ask she him. She noticed it, and I think he ended up, I mean, he told her later, like, that he killed her. And to me, it seemed like they had already had this plan. Right. They weren't just going to tie her up and leave yeah. her there. Um but the following day, Elizabeth's daughter tried calling her phone. One of her daughters tried calling her phone several times because Elizabeth was supposed to meet them at a baseball game to watch her grandson. So her daughter and her husband went to go check on her. Upon arriving at Elizabeth's house, house though, they found her limp body on the living room floor, duct tape bound in a pool of blood. So, of course, call 911, get right. authorities there. Um, they noticed while they called authorities, waited for police to arrive, which was the smart thing to do, waited for them to come, went inside. They noticed the uh, jewelry, the checkbook, the purse was it right. dumped out. I mean, these guys were really stupid. <laughs> yeah, these guys were like morons in their own right. But an autopsy revealed that Elizabeth had at least 14 stab wounds which included one stab wound so deep that it punctured her lung and another that was an eight-inch slash to her throat that was deep enough to reach her backbone, mm. almost decapitating her, which later on, she said in, a court, in her testimony, Crystal, that when she did ask him why there was blood on his shirt, he said, I almost decapitated her. And, oh I mean, I don't know what the conversation was after that, but, I mean, he knew what he did, and he saw it. And, to me, that would take more than five minutes. Maybe not. Why? Because they needed to get out why of town. That, I mean, why Their that much? Their motivation was money, and wow. I don't know. So, how they got caught, though, was detectives listened to voice messages on Elizabeth's phone from credit card companies calling to report suspicious activities because, you know, these guys are morons. They're going to bring their dogs to yeah. a <laughs> crime scene. Like, they're going to, yeah, they know yeah. what they're doing, and they're just pet stupid. Smart, you know, like yeah. pet smart purchases. <laughs> yeah, so after checking on the credit card purchases, investigators found out that the purchases were made by Smith and Crystal. After the couple used Elizabeth's credit cards and pawned off her jewels at multiple stores in Hancock, so they did it in the same small town. <laughs> they drove off to South... And I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing. I mean, it's not funny. It's really sad. After the couple used her credit cards and pawned off her jewels at multiple stores in Hancock, they drove off to South Carolina, where Crystal threw Smith's bloody clothes in a dumpster. They then drove from South Carolina to Arizona, where they were eventually apprehended by police 10 days after the murder of Elizabeth. And they were, detectives were also able to find, you know, the store where they purchased it. And I think it was a Walmart in Arizona and in another state. And they were, to, they were able to see, like, surveillance of them getting in and out of the truck. And they knew it was them and who it was who had their card. Just, they're so stupid. It's 2016. Like, right. you are not going to get away with something nope. like that. So, thankfully, Crystal and Jerry were like I said, arrested, and they were both sentenced to life in prison for the murder of her great-aunt. So. Life in prison mm -hmm. for the murder. 
Yes, and I think he's not eligible for parole, but right. she is in like 20 years. Not that she'll get it, hopefully, but he is not allowed to be out, and she possibly, which I hope she doesn't. Right. Wow. And really, she should get the same sentence yeah. that he does. That is her grant. I know. Like, you're more responsible. She brought him there. Yeah. Trash. Oh, my goodness. So. Well, so any of the family, if y'all are listening, I hope you're not. I'm sure you're not. You, you've lived a true crime. You're probably not listening. Probably not listening to one. But uh, uh, condolences to you and uh, your and your family. And uh, we're glad that they uh, y'all got some justice. And uh, I'm sure that doesn't make anything much easier. But uh, that would be gut wrenching yeah. to know that your That's family small. had something to do with murdering the elder yeah. of your family. A small which, town. Yeah, go ahead. Which to me, like a child murder and then an elder like that is very similar. I right. mean, she can't defend yeah. herself. And, and they'd already duct taped her. I mm-hmm. mean, she couldn't get away. Right. Yeah. That's just awful. In a small town like that, the whole town suffers. The whole town feels it because I guarantee you, I mean, 81 years in Hancock, she's going to know everybody and everybody's going to know who she is. Mm-hmm. 1,500 people. They're going to know. So Hancock, we're, uh, we hate this happened in your town. Uh, but like we say in every episode, this doesn't define your town. Uh, this is just one thing that happened, and uh, we hope that it never happens again. Just uh, sorry, Hancock, uh, but there are some nice things in your town. Uh, it looked it, it looked very nice, your main street there. Um, it, it did look nice. If I'm ever up that way, I'll I'll, uh, I'll swing through. I know I'm going to go. Th- I'll go to D.C. again. Mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't even look to see how far you were from D.C. <laughs> Next thing I'm gonna do on Google Earth <laughs> tonight as he's in <laughs> <Yeah>. bed. <laughs> like, how far it is from DC? I wonder how how long it take to. It's gonna take a little bit. Just looking at the map real quick, um, but not too bad. An hour and forty one minutes. That's not too bad. Ninety nine point two miles. So. All right. Well, Shannon, you got anything else? I don't. I think it's your turn to throw. I think so yeah. Before, before we throw, I'd like to say, uh, again, thanks for listening. Uh, go give us a review. A written review would be great. A nice one, like a five-star one. <laughs> <laughs> Those one-star ones, were, we got one. We're still not happy about it. And, uh, anyway, it's still there. We can't take it down, so y'all can read it. Uh, if you're from Hancock and you read that and you're like, yeah, that dude from, from uh, where he was, South Carolina was right. Uh, they don't know anything about our town. Please let us know so we can fix this. Like, I got this stuff. You know, we're we're – we're bringing it's your town crime we throw a dart we find out what we can about your little town and if we get something wrong or we miss something huge let us know and we'll we'll include it in the next episode yeah, you don't we have don't to, mean to if we you don't do. have to be mean to us on, <laughs> on apple podcast reviews <laughs> we're trying to learn something so we'll be happy thanks for letting us know we're wrong but let us know how what we got wrong so we can learn yeah that's the whole point of this so uh but yeah Thanks for listening, and uh, go to uh, find us on Instagram. That's where I'm releasing like pictures and uh, saying, "Hey, look what's going on here," and I'll share stuff in the stories from from uh, you know I'll share some stuff this coming week uh, from Hancock and uh, in my stories and or in these stories and uh, and things like that. It's 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 pretty nice, and uh, if y'all want to reach out to us there, you can. Um, you can also uh, get on our website at yourtowncrimepodcast.com 
And you can email us at yourtowncrimepod.com. You can find us on Twitter at crime underscore town. You can find us on Facebook. Just uh, use a search bar and find us your town crime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to get there. Uh, not a lot's going on there. Just everything from Instagram shares over there. So, uh, but if y'all want to start start a page or something over there and start talking to each other, that'd be fine. Uh, but thanks. Find us. Let us know you like it. Uh, share it. Um, tag us in in your share stories or whatever from uh, Instagram and let us know that you're you're sharing us out there. That'd be great. And uh, again, thanks for listening. I'm gonna throw the dart. I'll be right back. Okay, Jason. Looks like you hit Escalante. Utah. Utah. Yeah. So I hit southern southern central Utah and there's no there's no towns around there. So that was the closest one. Uh it's right on the border of what, what was that national or not the national uh, park? Glen Glen Canyon National Recreation yeah. Area. So that's that's actually where I hit, but Escalante was the uh closest place and it's their smallest town that we're gonna do or that we've done so far. It's, it's just roughly over seven hundred people. So. Yes. But it looks very beautiful. It does. Mm-hmm. I mean, Utah, I have, I've been in the airport. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've been to Four Corners State Park. We've talked about that, about how I don't think it's in the actual Four Corners. But anyway, that that's all I've been in Utah. But it, I've had lots of friends go there. Emily, my wife's been there and it's beautiful. And I, I can't believe that I haven't spent more time in Utah. It's definitely mm-hmm. high on the list. Uh, but, you know, the canyons, when you think about Utah, and you think about the canyons and you think about the all that, the natural bridges and things. That's just what we found in the five seconds. You know, we looked at it. It's definitely going to be a nice place to research and a, a beautiful place to do that. Uh, so, Escalante, Escalante, Escalante. Escalante. That's one thing we'll work on. We'll get it right by next <laughs> week for sure. Number 18. Number 18. Uh, we're almost to 20. You know, three more will be 20. That's great. And, uh, so thank you guys for listening. Come back next week. Uh, if we haven't talked about, about your town yet, maybe next week when we throw the dart, it'll be your town. Yeah. Did okay. Like that? I liked it. Okay. Okay. See you next week. See you next week. Bye.